Welcome to Beyond the Microphone, a podcast about podcasters and the stories of how their shows came together, grew, and what they discovered along the way. I'm your host, Adam Baru. As we get started today, I'd like to talk a little bit about the, the notion or the idea of whether you should publish every single interview that you do or not. Um, kind of started a lively debate or discussion on a Facebook group thread that I'm on the other day. And everybody had some really differing but good opinions. I mean, I don't think there's one right answer. I mean, so I'll start by saying that. that. I don't think there's one right answer. And again, the idea is like, you know, what if you have a guest come on your podcast and, you know, I get the benefit of having podcasters on my podcast. So everybody should be pretty well spoken. But oftentimes, you know, you might interview somebody who is a scientist or an engineer, you know, so they may be a little flat in their delivery or just not the best public speaker. Um, And so what do you do with that point? Do you, are you of the mind where, you know, as a courtesy to the guest for their time and coming on, I publish everything. And I get that. That's, that's fine. Like if that's what you want to do, like, great. There's the other end of the, that conversation where I'm producing content, you know, some of the content may not align with, you know, the overall theme of what I'm trying to achieve or the aesthetic. And so I only will publish those interviews that I feel will resonate with my audience and have people get engaged and want to come back for more. So there's that side of it. And that's totally fine, too. You know, I don't know if, um, you know, for those of you guys listening, like how many people have had to, like, make this decision. I've had to do it, um, you know, and I, I've, I've, you know, talked to people when I used to do pre-interview kind of screens with my last podcast that that kind of flushed things out. But, you know, still, I'd interview somebody and and I'd, you know, I'd listen to it afterwards. and like, oh, man, it was really they kind of went off on like 400 different tangents. And it was really a tough one. Um, personally, I wouldn't publish everything. That's my own take on it. Um, I do think about what my audience, you know, and even when I kind of was concepting beyond the microphone, I, I went through the process of defining personas, right? And so those, um, that's useful. I named them too. So like, um, you know, like Mark, like, will Mark be engaged by this content if I publish it? Or will Mark not be engaged? Will Jennifer be engaged and want to come back for more by hearing this episode? Or will it fall flat and maybe she just won't pay attention to the next episode? Important questions, good questions. Again, I don't think there is a correct answer. It really is just, you know, your own aesthetic and, and your own vision for what you want out of your podcast. So it's an interesting topic, that's for sure. So anyway, with that, let's go ahead and introduce our guest today. Her name is Virginia Jones, and she's the host of the podcast, The Vintage Cafe Podcast, featuring inspiring and encouraging life stories, issues of our day, history long since forgotten, ideas for living a self-reliant life, and more. The Vintage Cafe Podcast has a listen score of 25, and is ranked in the top 10%. She's been producing for almost three years now. So Virginia, welcome to Beyond the Microphone. Yes, thank you for having me, Adam. (laughs) It's a pleasure. You got it. So let's start with just 
your story and your podcast? I mean, what is the Vintage Cafe podcast? I mean, it seems pretty compelling with just some different stories. I love the storytelling podcasts and, you know, like issues of our day. So there's, you know, um, talk about current events. So, you know, in your words, what what's the premise of the Vintage Cafe podcast? And, you know, how did you like what led to you wanting to start that podcast? Um, so my husband and I homeschooled our two daughters, and our youngest is still living at home. So she graduated in 2016. And when um, I got done homeschooling, there was a huge void in my life. So I'm like, okay, what do I do now? <laughs> because I didn't really have anything set up right away. Um, so I happened to be listening to a podcast um, called The Cabinet of Curiosities. And on there, he had an advertisement uh, mm-hmm. about Anchor. And so that's a podcast host platform. And so as he was telling this or doing this ad, I'm like, that sounds like fun. That would be something I think I could do. And so at the time, I think I might have had an iPhone. And I started on Anchor, and I just started episodes about um, Regency. I love Jane Austen. I love her novels. So I started talking about Regency history. Mm-hmm. And then the issues of our day, um, I've got topics on there about the COVID-19, about the critical race theory. So I like to approach things on there. And as far as conversations for the Vintage Cafe podcast, I wanted it to be as though, you know, we're just sitting across the table with a cup of coffee and we're just having deep conversations. I try to ask questions that are outside of the box, you know, not just these general questions, but really try to get down deep with things. And so I started on Anchor and then uh, I think I moved to Red Circle. I had that for a little while. And then I eventually ended up on Podbean. So I've been on there for, goodness, a year and a half, maybe two years. <laughs> um, and October will make three years okay. that I've been podcasting. And I absolutely love it. Well done. Congratulations on your three-year mark. And so a little bit more about what you do. I mean, are they? do you have like a mix of like, interviews do you do guest interviews Mm -hmm. is it more kind of just um monologue style what's the format of of the vintage Um, podcast i started out with having episodes you know like i said about history and the different current issues and then i got on a group called pod match and so they find guests for you and um and that's where i found to be on your show and so um it's kind of a mixture right now it's till probably January or February, it's going to be all guest. So I'm taking a little bit of time off to try to rethink some things and, you know, kind of streamline the direction I want to go in, I guess you could say, um, because we do have a homestead. So we are raising some animals and stuff. And I'd like to get back on and talk a little bit more about being more self-sustaining because we're seeing that in our society today where, the economy is going crazy. People have lost their jobs and, you know, people are wanting to be uh, independent, really. And so I want to try to get more episodes. But yeah, right now it's it's pretty much guest um, on my show, but I have had, you know, quite a variety of things. And I did have a podcast coach. Um, I did one session with a coach and she was 
kind of wanting to steer me in the direction of just like one topic. However, my audience really enjoys having a variety. They like having different topics on the show. So I think I'm going to stick with having, you know, different topics and stuff. But, but yeah, it was something that definitely filled that void in my life and, you know, gave me something to do, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, and I, I love it. I've met people all over the world. I love that. Hey there, fellow podcasters. This is Tori Barker of the Creative Visionaries Podcast, and I'm excited to introduce you to Podtask, the all-in-one platform designed to streamline your workflow and take your show to the next level. If you're tired of feeling overwhelmed by the tasks required to manage your podcast, then check out Podtask, where you can easily streamline your podcasting process and simplify your workflow. Say goodbye to the stress of managing multiple tasks and deadlines and hello to a more efficient and productive podcasting experience. And it doesn't just stop there. Podtask also offers AI-based marketing tools that give your podcast a competitive edge. As a fellow podcaster, I know from experience how important it is to have a reliable and efficient tool like Podtask to keep you on track. It helps save me so much time in post-production, which allows me to focus on what really matters, creating great content for my listeners. So if you're ready to take your podcast to the next level, head over to podcast.com and sign up for a free forever plan and get started today. No, I, I agree. Just the, you know, who you get to meet, who you get to have conversations mm -hmm. with, um, 100%, that's the most enjoyable part and, and for sure what feeds my fire to want to keep coming back. Um, mm -hmm. But I wanted to stick on the topic and, and you brought it up and actually I was going to ask you about this. You know, there's, there's a conversation, there's a dialogue, there is a mindset around, you know, your podcast, your podcast premise, right? So mm -hmm. do you go niche, which many of the, you know, stuff that you're going to read online will tell you to, to go niche. Mm -hmm. Um, or do you kind of try to cover a broad variety of topics? I will say that there are some that, do broad varieties. Um, what's the one by Gary Arndt, like the Everything Everywhere or something like that podcast? I mean, that's mm -hmm. pretty that's pretty broad based. I think he's got a hook in the way he does it, his delivery and you know how he does his episodes. I think that's what's kind of like the mm -hmm. through line, the, the thread mm -hmm. that connects everything. Um, so you know, what are some of the challenges that you've run into in regards to just? not having that real kind of niche focus, but being more broad-based. I mean, you said you kind of worked through the motions of thinking it through one way or the other and, and purposefully decided to stick with the format that you have. So have there been challenges, like not just, you know, in terms of engagement that you see with your audience, but just how you package up your marketing, how you do, you know, all of that stuff. Um, can you speak to any, I guess, the um, experience of, of um, having that broad theme? Yeah, being being the sole person that does my podcast, because I don't have a team or anything. Uh, my husband kind of financed it a little while. And then I was able to finally, you know, finance what I do and my equipment and things like that. Um, so there have been a few challenges, like, I really came close to actually quitting once because I got and this is when I think I was on Podmatch for a little while. 
And I got so excited about having guests <laughs> that I actually had 11 guests in one week. And it was the craziest week I've ever had in podcasting. And I just about burnt myself out. So, you know, I really like to be down to earth. I try to find guests who have a really amazing life story. They've come out of some kind of a, you know, a trauma situation. Um, and, and they've come out the other end being really successful and, and having, I think, a driven purpose to really change the world. But yeah, it is a little tough um, being the sole person. You know, I try to record and I actually have had to change that over time because of it just being me. Um, I did have my podcast twice a week. I actually had it three days a week once. Um, and I brought it down to one day a week. And I've also brought down my interviews to once a week because it was just too much with me doing the podcasting and also being a homesteader. It does take up a lot of time and it does take a lot of work <laughs> to get it done. I enjoy it though. I absolutely love it. Um, but I have had to make some changes. I've had to adjust and, and learn what my limits are. And, you know, like you were saying, there's some people that you have on that you're like, oh, should I publish this episode? I did have one person like that who she seemed to want to ramble and not really stay with the topic. And I was like, okay, should I do this? You know, <laughs> I did publish it. Um, but yeah. <laughs> and, you know, having been on Podmatch and stuff, you, you do pass on a lot of people. And it's okay, you know, to do that. And, you know, that was one thing Alex said. It's okay if you pass on people. They don't fit, you know, the, the audience and, and what they're going to want. And, you know, I don't always do every episode based upon what my audience likes. Sometimes it's just something that interests me, like the Jane Austen. I love the Regency era, so I talk about that. Um, or, you know, some current topics may be a little touchy with people. Um, but being from a Christian background, I really feel like that I want to use the platform to address those topics and bring those across. And those who want to listen will listen and those who don't won't you know, won't listen. Um, I also have a website. So I have the vintage uh, cafe podcast.com. I built that, um, pretty much by the seat of my pants. <laughs> and I'm learning those things as I go along. I'm not a, you know, real techie person. So I've had to learn some things. But once I learn them, I'm building my confidence as I go along. And so it's, I, I've grown quite a bit, I think. And, you know, having um, Gaston has really taught me how to listen to people and how to not just ask the surface questions, but really to, um, you know, dive down into a deeper conversation. And I, I think it's, yeah, it's taught me that I'm not the only one struggling with things, <laughs> you know, and some people's struggles are a lot worse than mine, you know, but we all have struggles in this life sure. and we can take a perspective of either, having the woe is me attitude or really being grateful. And I think that that's what I try to do with the podcast is show people that 
gratefulness is the way to go and you know to be an inspiration and to be an encouragement to people to try to lift people up and and let people know that you can do it you can make it in this life and you can excel so i love that i love that you're that you're speaking on those topics because they're absolutely near and dear to my heart as well um you know specifically you mentioned the words gratefulness and um, you were talking about mindset. So, you know, can you share with us a story like th- through your podcasting journey um, that you're grateful for? Like something that you experienced that helped you or taught you? Um, I guess I, I would have to go back to my own story. I mean, I've heard so many stories. I've had so many people on my podcast and I think, oh my goodness, you know, wow, my, my struggle is nowhere near what they went through. However, you know, in my own struggle, and I mean, it has been my journey that's brought me to where I'm at. So, um, I am a warrior of mental abuse, and I say warrior because, again, you can either have the mindset where I'm a victim, or you can have the mindset where I am a victor, and it's a totally different thing. Um, So my mother was my abuser, um, and I was told from as young as I can remember, that I would never amount to anything, that I was never going to be loved by anybody. Um, And, you know, there was some physical abuse in there, too. So when I came to be a Christian, you know, it took me several years to call God Father because my father abandoned me. Uh, He left me in the hands of of my mother, who he knew was abusing me. And so when I became a Christian several years later, you know, I I understood what a real father is supposed to be. Um, And, you know, in understanding that, I really took on the attitude of being grateful. Um, Again, you know, we have two daughters, I've already mentioned. And I, you know, I really wanted to raise them differently. I have an amazing husband who has helped me through so many things and my husband's family who has helped me. And so just every day I'm thankful that I have another day to live, that I have another day to give God glory because it's really by him that my podcast is working. I give him all the glory because I have, like I said, I've had so many people on my show who just have such amazing stories and they have accomplished so much in their life and brought such inspiration, I think. And we've had people all over the world who've been on our podcast. We had a gentleman from Nigeria who it was just amazing to know And this is the beauty of podcasting that to know that people in Nigeria are actually listening to your podcast is is actually really humbling, I think, you know, and it's so amazing. But yeah, it's because of where I've been, I can say to people, you can do it, you can make it out of any situation that you're in, whether you think that your struggle is insignificant or not, God knows, and he is able to help you through it. And so each and every day is just a blessing to me. That's beautiful and amazing. So many words I can say about um, how inspired I am to hear how you 
took a story of, you know, as a child, I imagine terrifying, obviously traumatic, um, saddening. How and and real quickly, I'll share with you without going into a lot of detail, but um, I I have had a similar experience. I mean, my podcasting journey actually manifested from some healing work that I began with um, just a dear person that I met as an executive coach who's now a, a, a great friend of mine. And I, you know, in the last two years or th- is it three? Maybe it's three um, years now. It's, you know, this whole podcasting side of my life and just mindset shift has, has really taken effect. But I just turned 50 and it's really interesting to look at how, you know, I lived for like 46, 47 years with this really kind of, um, victim mindset and, uh, Mm -hmm. and a lot of negative self-talk. I mean, there was just, you know, I, I had had a lot of trauma as a child also. And, and so I think, you know, when I hear stories and I, I had not heard this termed this way before, but you said, are you a victim or a victor? And I think that's so profound because, you know, I, I've come to conclude that the challenges, the obstacles that we're presented with in our life, as, as shitty as those experiences are when you're going through them, when you can get to a place to learn and be curious about perhaps why, the, why those experiences were presented mm-hmm. to you in the first place, why was your journey as a child filled with so much trauma? And, you know, for me at least, I became curious about just the big picture. Maybe it was turning 50. I don't know. But I became very curious as to, like, why, like, what was I, what am I supposed to learn from all these experiences I had? Mm-hmm. And that curiosity really helped me with the mindset becoming the victor i'm so it's weird to say but like and obviously if i could change things maybe i would but um going back to gratitude i i think i am grateful for all of the experiences i've had in my life i hope Mm -hmm. there's many more on the on the positive and fun side Um, and i i do absolutely think that you know that is all ahead of me right but uh you know going back you know, for you and kind of sticking with this journey, um, how long did it take you to have this, you know, you mentioned your story involved, um, you know, kind of like finding your religion, finding, you Mm -hmm. know, God as your father, as you described, how long did this process, this mindset shift take for you? And what advice could you give to somebody that maybe they're not there yet? They don't know. They don't see the big picture. I guess, you know, how long did the journey take for you? What what can you tell us about that? And what advice would you give to somebody maybe going through that? Well, my journey is not over with that because when a person experiences mental abuse, um, there is healing, but I don't think there's any finality, if that makes sense. Um, you know, I still have days when I struggle with it. So uh, I ended up leaving home when I was 16. And I think that that was when I started to say, okay, I can't live like this anymore. 
And at the time, at that time, I was actually dating my future husband. Um, and, you know, he began to help me and encourage me. I had people that surrounded me that helped me and encouraged me. So I, I would say around 16 years old, um, now 52. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's, it's a lifelong journey. And every day you have to choose to be grateful. Every day you have to choose to say positive things in your life. Um, I'm also one who does a lot of journaling. And I was just thinking the other day how I've kind of gotten away from that. I've gotten away from journaling. And I want to go back to it. And the reason being, and the reason I would say something you can start right now is just journal a little bit every day. Just write down some positive things. Try to find something because everybody can find one thing that they're thankful for. And even if it's one thing, that is a start. Um, and so in journaling, you know, when I have been journaling, I look back and say, you know, two years ago, and I see how I've grown, I see the things I need to work on. So having that mindset, it's an everyday thing. And you know, the, I, I do have some bad days, I do have days when my husband even has to tell me, look, you're not there anymore. You're not like her or you're not, you know, I'll catch myself worrying about me doing something like her or turning into her or, you know, being like my father. Um, you know, and I have to remind myself, I am not them. I'm me. God has given me a unique and my own journey and it's not, it's not their journey. So if you're struggling right now and, and you're, you're really in the middle of it. Um, believe me, I know what that's like. And I would just say, you know, try to find something that you can be grateful for. Write down your feelings. Write down what you're struggling with. Write down the things that you're thinking and, and the things that you're hoping will change. And then as you're journaling, look back and see where you've come. And I think that that's so important. To act, because when you put it down on paper it makes it more real than just being in your mind. I think when you actually set it down on paper, then it's like, okay, I can see where I need to work on. And the other thing is, you know, find people that really will pour positivity in your life. I think that's so important. Surround yourself with people that are going to be supportive, that are going to pour that positivity, whether it be a friend or a pastor or a counselor or a teacher, or whoever you can find that can really bring that positive. I think it's, that's really, really important. I love that you're talking about journaling um, because that for me was a tool that um, really helped with my mindset shift as well. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I'd like to put a challenge out there actually to, to whoever's listening here today. And I didn't come up with this. I actually, um, I, I, I was listening to another podcast and that host um, put this challenge out there. So thinking about, you know, us as, you know, video game characters, like there's these avatars that are us running around, right? And as you're playing the video game, you can see your battery level and your, or your health level just depleting, going back, mm -hmm. you know, all the way down to zero. So the challenge is, you know, for anybody who wants to take this up, I, I think it's a great exercise sit down with a journal or a piece of paper and write down the top five things that 
recharge your battery or your health mm-hmm. level or that fill your cup. Sit with that and, and write that down. And, and for those who are listening who go through that exercise, I would love to hear feedback on your experience going through that exercise. Um, email me at adam.baru at eiqmediallc.com. I'll put my email address in the show notes. I'd love to just hear how that experience, um, how you experienced that challenge. Like, Because for me, when I did it initially, it was very surprising. Um, so definitely, I, I would love for that feedback um, for anybody that's taking up that challenge. And then going back to journaling as well, I think, I think one of the things that is most powerful about journaling, about putting your thoughts onto paper, about taking the time to, to, to pen and paper, just put it down on paper, is the power of manifestation. I think there's so much energy and, um, you know, so much to manifestation and, and having things show up in your lives that you're like, wow, like that was amazing that this happened. Where did that come from? Sometimes and very often you manifested that by taking the time to journal, taking the time to do something for yourself, um, something to, to help another person who is maybe struggling. Um, Mm -hmm. the power of manifestation is, is real and journaling is a great way to manifest what you want. Um, so a couple more questions as we, as we come to close here today, I'd love it if you could share, if you have a memory or a story that, that really kind of highlights your podcasting experience. I guess, um, yeah, there was one that I really wanted on my show. Um, I wanted somebody from Answers in Genesis uh, to come on the show. And so um, I can't remember what episode number it is now. Uh, but Dr. Nathaniel Jensen, he's from Answers in Genesis. And he came on and it was such an amazing conversation about genetics. And he um, he has this book. And goodness, it slipped my mind. But basically what it is, is you can take this test and it, it's mostly for men. I think he, he does, um, men can take this test where they can actually link their lineage all the way back to Ham, Shem, and Japheth. And it's really cool. And it, it's just, but it's how our bodies are so unique and our DNA is so amazing that we can do that. And it just proves the Bible is true. And so it was a really interesting conversation. It was like the highlight of my podcasting. Um, The other person I would love to have on my show, by the way, is Ted Decker. I'm a huge Ted Decker fan. I love his books. (laughs) Um, And it would be really cool to have him on my show. But yeah, it's, it's through podcasting. Like I said, I've met some really cool people. And it was really fun to have him on and and to be able to chat with him. And my husband was actually in on that uh, episode. So it's really, yeah, that was definite, a definite highlight for the podcast. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so final two questions. They're both on the theme of discoveries. And the first is, what discoveries have you made through your almost three years of podcasting now that surprised you just about podcasting um that perhaps you just didn't you weren't aware of when you got into it i would have to say 
how far back podcasting has been because I didn't even know what a podcast was like four years ago. I had no idea. And I've learned that there have been people podcasting for over 20 years. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, you know, where have I been? You know, <laughs> So, you know, it is it's been around for quite a while and it's really neat. Um, the other thing I would say for myself personally is really how it's not something that is that I anyway find that hard to do really I mean you know it is a little difficult if you're by yourself but it can be done and it's something that is reaching into really every part of the world and I, I find that amazing so realizing how far back it went I think that was really cool and you know I wish I could kind of go back in time and and listen to the first podcast episode. It would be kind of neat to see what it was and, you know, where it went, you know. And, and it's amazing how technology has just advanced so much in, in such a short period of time, really. Because 20 years in the scope of things isn't really that long. So, you know, and it's, it's really, I think technology has been, has opened a lot of doors, I guess, for, for a lot of things. So, <laughs> Certainly. Okay, so you kind of segued a little bit into um, what my final question is going to be, but I'm going to ask um, to really, like, as you answer this, like, you know, reflect on just yourself as a person and the growth that you've um, discovered. So, you know, the question is, you know, what discoveries have you made personally about yourself and who you are through your podcasting experience? Um. I would have to say that, you know, I've learned that I really like to listen to people's stories. I really love to meet new people and, and to hear their experiences. And I, I think that it's helped me to grow in my own confidence. You know, people have overcome so many things. And also, as you're podcasting and you're getting ready for an episode you're researching and you're learning. And so I've learned, you know, like history that we don't talk about anymore. I've learned so many things in history that I want to be able to share with this generation of people that don't may not know. So yeah, it's I love the research. And I, I think it's it's refueled the fire of just wanting to learn because you never stop learning. You should never stop learning anyway. And as a homeschool mom, um, I always loved, you know, researching with my kids. And I think podcasting has brought that back, you know, of being able to research and, and learn things. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to be here and to share your experience and, and to really go deep with some of your responses here today. So Virginia, thank you so much for being on Beyond the Microphone. Yeah, thank you, Adam, for having me. It was a pleasure. Virginia Jones is a veteran homeschool mom, photographer, and podcaster. One of her goals in life is to be an inspiration to others, whether that is through podcasting, photography, or otherwise. In her words, every day is an opportunity to change someone's life. Beyond the Microphone is sponsored by Podtask, whether you're just starting out in podcasting or you've been at this a while, 
and are looking to save time so you can focus on creating amazing content for your listeners, go check out Podtask, a podcast management and marketing platform designed by podcasters for podcasters. With Podtask's automated workflow and AI-based marketing tools, you'll save time and sanity and be better equipped to grow your podcasts. If you're enjoying Beyond the Microphone, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening, as well as to our YouTube channel. You can find links to all of these in our episode show notes. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time on Beyond the Microphone. Beyond the Microphone is produced and distributed by EIQ Media Group, LLC. Elevate your emotional IQ with podcasts and content focused on entrepreneurship, overcoming adversity, stories of emotional courage, women's health, aging, and more. Thank you.